See, I asked Kevin Elko, the psychologist at Alabama, the University of Alabama once, how, the, how Nick Saban talked to the players at Alabama. Here, and I said, is he negative to them? Because I know he looks real intense. He said, no, not at all. He said he calls them over there when they make a mistake. And he says, I recruited you at the University of Alabama because you're the best at what you do. You're the best cornerback in the United States. Uh, can you perform to your potential because you're the best? Can you, can you do that for your teammates? And they say, yes, sir, I can do that. See, he don't embarrass them. He asks them a simple question. I recruited you because you're the best, Molly. Now, can you help me understand why you're performing at this level? Because your teammates are counting on you to be your best. See, see, the greats develop an identity of themselves. I'm going to show up. I'm going to grow up. And I'm going to deliver. I don't whine. I don't complain. I don't make excuses. I value competition as my greatest teacher. I use embarrassment to my benefit. Okay? I, sh I, I move toward the prize. I keep running toward the prize. That is prey drive. And when I get knocked down, I just get back up, man. See how prey drive people get knocked down and then they just get back up and keep moving. They get knocked down and they just get back up and keep moving. That's a habit of the top 1% of performers. I write about that in the book, Flip the Switch. Number five is expectation. See, by me placing an expectation on my teammates, we turn things in on time. I am saying at my place, we are interested in being great. Can you show up and be great today for us and everybody? Don't you want to be great? Or do you want to be mediocre? Now, I'm building a greatness factory in downtown Nashville, $7 million project. We're going to be working there every day at the greatness factory. Now, how in the world can we go to the greatness factory and not be great? See, right across the street will be the complacency factory. Okay, now you can work over there. And it's a lot easier and there's no expectation and you can't expect much from life. And if you want to work over there, then go for it. But over here on this side of the street is the greatness factory. And I believe you were hardwired for greatness. So can you show up and be great today for us and your teammates? Yes, I can do that. Okay, great. I'm only creating expectation. This, this is what's happened in our pandemic world where people work from home, no expectation, no accountability. Nobody's checking on them. Nobody's making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. Nobody's following up with them. There is no expectation. The expectation has been lowered because there's no standard of excellence. And you got to start saying, this is where I'm getting back to. As I get older, the more adamant I am about being great. Show up and do your job every day. Be great at what you do every day. Take a, a personal pride in what you do every day because that's your name, man. And that's your legacy. And that's your meaning. And that's your contribution to the world. And work is a distribution channel for your talents. Okay? God gave you talents. Put them to work. Okay? Use them. Show demonstrated capacity. Guess what? You'll get more. You'll get more opportunity. Your, your territory will expand. Trust me. Your territory will expand when you use your talents. Now, I want you to put in the chat box... Now that you, some of you have heard this twice, as I break these down, I'm doing it a little bit different today. Put in the chat box what you really think your number one and number two primary activator of prey drive is. If it were me, I am activated by all five of these. Fear of losing something is my primary activator. Why that is, I don't know. I, it could be the way I was raised, scarcity thinking. We didn't have a lot growing up. My mom likes to remind me that we were not poor although I went back to the first house we lived in 
And the, the living room and the bedroom and the kitchen were all the same room. Okay. And maybe we didn't call it being poor, but we didn't have a lot. We never lacked for anything, but we didn't have a lot. So maybe that's the reason fear of losing is the thing that activates me the most. Maybe it's embarrassment. I am activated by all of these, but those are my top two. Fear and competition, goals, ambition, expectation. Now, for all, every person that's putting expectation, I would ask you this question as a coach. What environment are you in right now that's pushing you? What structure do you have in your life that's holding you accountable? What group are you in right now? See, the people who took action on that package yesterday are going to be with me for eight weeks. There is no way in the world your life won't be in a better place when I'm done, when I'm done coaching you. They're going to get six more months of coaching with me through Monster Producer. They're really going to get six months and eight weeks. What is that, Susan? You're a smart coach. That's eight months of coaching, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to get eight months of coaching with me. And, and I, there's no way in the world, if you buckle down and go through the eight weeks with me, you won't be better because of the structure, because of the environment, <laughs> because of the prey drive activation, okay? Because you're going to chase a big dream. I had a guy come to this lodge one day. He's still messaging me on Facebook all the time. He came to my lodge and he sat up there and he left and he called me within an hour later. He said, I just closed a $120,000 deal. He said, the deal was there the whole time, but there's something you said, coach. And Mary, one of the ways that he said, the way you said it triggered and activated my prey drive and it gave me courage. He said, I got right in my car, called this dude, closed a $120,000 deal, all because of spending that day with you. I said, now that is the way this should work. You get activated, you take action, you get results. Okay. That is prey drive activation. Okay. Now, two years ago, Jay Kender, one of the top real estate agents in the country, sold 500 homes at Coldwell Banker. He's got 10,000 agents in his downline. Al Stasek saw me speak for 20 minutes in Nashville. 20 minutes. I did not know who they were. I didn't even know them. I went in there and I pushed hard and I did prey drive and I walked right out of the hallway and Jay Kinder walked right up to me and Al Stasek at the same time. And they said, coach, you're my new coach. I've lost some of my prey drive. They invested, listen to what I'm about to tell you, 40000 a piece for me to be their coach. $80,000 for me to be their coach. And you know what they said? I need that prey drive back. To those guys, boom, they're going to go take that and turn it into millions of dollars. So, so what did they sense? What did they sense? I'm at the top of my game, but I've gotten a little complacent. I've lost some of my hunger. I've lost some of my drive. I've been in this game a long time. I need somebody to reactivate this. Okay. And you're my guy. 20 minutes. They didn't, they didn't see me for two days. They saw me for 20 minutes. They, you know what they do? Boom. Take action. Remarkably bold people see something and they take action and they don't, they don't wait. It's like that dude can help me. Let's go. Now, somebody mentioned this yesterday. How do we build the muscle? How do we build the muscle? I want you to think of building a habit like this, okay? You have a habit right now, and it may be a bad habit. Maybe it's over, maybe you sleep too long in the mornings. Maybe you don't do something you know you should do, and you listen to your feelings. And your feelings talk you out of it. I don't feel like prospecting. I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like doing this. I want the result, 
but I, but I don't want the habit. First step is to cultivate an awareness. Man, I need to build a habit here. I don't like the habit I have. Then I step back and I change. And I go in a different direction. The new direction gets a new result. I like the result. The result feels good. The result, right? Then it's like, how do I repeat this? See, there was one time in my life that I was working out at 5 a.m. every morning in the gym. It's in great shape. And um, I got out of that habit because I, we changed our routine at home and I was getting up with our nine-month-old daughter. And because I was getting up with our nine-month-old daughter and, and feeding her in the morning and all those things, I couldn't go to the gym at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. because I was with the daughter. And then it's like, okay, I'll work out on my own at 7 a.m. And so I would go work out on my own. I'd ride my bike or I'd run or I'd do sprints or I'd do full body workouts. And guess what I figured out pretty quickly? I can't work out on my own the way I do when I go to the gym. Does everybody see that? So I got a habit of working out, but my habit is not, I'm not going hard enough without a coach. So it's not getting the result because it's not getting the result. I didn't feel good about it because I didn't feel good about it. It bothered me all day long. It just lived rent-free, Marceline, in my mind all day long, right? Here's what I would tell myself. Man, you didn't really work out that hard. You're not really getting in the shape you want to get into. And I started going, I don't like this. I do not like this. I got to change this habit. Do I work out in the afternoons in the gym? Do I hire a personal trainer? What do I do? Because I cannot do this on my own the way I want to do it which is why I need a coach. Change to habit. Okay, very important. So activation, building the muscle of something starts by going, I don't like the results I'm getting.